America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. Why? We have increased seizures of illegal drugs. Shortages of marijuana are now being reported. A dirty war is erupted, sanctioned by the Philippines' new president. His orders to his people and his police kill them. Oh shit. You know what time it is. It's the show, the one and only Daily Addict, Tim and Dave. You know, dude, we are like the only podcast that is covering this shit. We're unique in that way. Good. I was I was trying to get some more insight. I like listening to other podcasts, and I like getting as much information about this. So, you know, so I don't sound ignorant when I'm talking on the subject, but... Yeah, dude. That's what's up. That's it. You ignorant. <laughs> uh, I might. I'm about two hits away from being ignorant. Show. Anyway, so welcome everybody. The Daily Attic, of course, uh, where you hear the stories about this needless, suffering, over-budgeted, corrupt, worthless. Did I say worthless? Not yet. Okay. Fucking worthless drug war. And I'm we're getting a lot of positive feedback about this thing. I think I think a lot of people feel the same way that we do. I think so. It's a lot it's a waste of money. Yeah, it hasn't worked. I was just I was just paying attention to the amount of drugs that are making it in and the production that's going on around the world and we're the number one consumer. America is like the most addicted country, man. And there's countries all over, don't get me wrong, that have their problems, but you talk about from pharmaceutical meds to like antidepressants to fucking street drugs, alcohol. I mean, they don't even consider alcohol. That's what nobody talks about is the alcohol. The alcoholics out there that are functioning, you know, they get drunk every every night, but they still go to work. They're still... You know, probably good people. Nothing wrong with that. If you want to go get your buzz on. But, all right, let's get back to the subject at hand and talk about some of these stories. Tonight, we're going to talk about um, the post office delivering drugs from California all the way across the country to South Carolina. That's kind of the norm when you have states that are still illegal and states that are legal. Um, that that happens a lot more than you think. Um, then we're going to cover a college. Wait, hold on. We're not going to cover that. Where are we at, bro? Oh, okay. We're going to cover medical marijuana. And if you can lose your job, if you're a patient, there's a story in Michigan. A lady sued. And uh, we're going to cover that. Tell you how that came out. Then we got another story with um, a sheriff's deputy in L.A. out in Cali doing a fake raid. Three or four sheriff deputies doing a fake raid for big money. Big money. And that's uh, that kind of stuff happens all the time, man. Fake raid. Fake raid. Just fake. like the one in Houston. 
back in episode one, we brought this story to light about the Harris County um, police officers. It was the Houston, the Houston Police Department did a no-knock raid. Uh, I think the guy's name is Dennis Tuttle and Rogina Nichols. They were shot to death, chilling in their home, doing nothing wrong. And now the story unfolds even more. The officer that, um, there's an officer that lied about a purchase there. So that's a big story. And then, uh, then we're going to cover something in the pharmaceutical field about oxycodones and their strength and how it was held, it was held from the doctors. So the company knew that without further ado, I think we jump right into that first story here. The post office helps bust up a marijuana ring that connected South Carolina to California. And they got these people in here. There's a few of them involved, like a husband and wife team shipping weed up to 500 pounds over a period of time across the country. They were tracking it, of course. I mean, because whenever I don't know how hard it is to conceal if you're if you're shipping 10 pounds of marijuana but it seems like the way they handle them packages and shit and you if you don't think they're looking for that stuff if they got to be checking stuff boxes coming out of california that are suspicious you know that's just the way it is i just think this is inevitable if you're shipping weed across the country you're gonna get you know i don't think there's nothing wrong with it personally but i think they use a lot of the x-ray machines that find it is that what it is since like that anthrax and all that they got all these specialized remember the the terrorist threats they updated all the post office so really does uh does dhl and places like that have that shit if it goes through the airport yeah so really there's really no good way to ship marijuana that's a great entrepreneurial idea for some of you out there, if you could find a way to ship it safely. There's lots of states out there that are legal now. S- soon it'll be... Uh, what was it 16, 17? How many? We should know that. We should. I'm going to find it out right now. Find it out. How many states out there are legal? You, I'm going to give you... Uh, I'll say 20... I'm going to say more than half. I'm going to say 27 where it's legal in some form. Some form. Any form. Yeah, medical. 33. Holy shit. But that's a, that's a mix between medical and uh, recreational. Yeah. So. so at what point does the, what, at what point does the feds just give up? As soon as the feds stop, man, then no states have to go through all this stuff to, to make it legal. Once the feds make it legal, then... Well, I think what the... Yeah. I think you're right. If. But I think what that that bill, that 420 bill, says that they refer it back to the state laws. So you can still have states that will be illegal, which wouldn't solve this problem. It just wouldn't be... So, would they be breaking the laws? They would be breaking the law in the state. 
Right. But the U.S. Post Office shouldn't give a fuck. Hmm. Interesting. So, anyway, let's go on to the next story. Fuck that. This is also about marijuana, about medical marijuana. And if it's legal in your state, some people think it shouldn't affect your employment. But in Michigan, um, a woman sued Angela Epley. She was conditionally offered a job at the Lansing Board of Water. And as long as she passed the drug test, but she didn't. She failed, obviously. And she showed her medical card. She had a medical card for, for, you know, she could smoke it legally. And they decided not to hire her based on that. And she she went to um, court over it. And the ruling sided with the company saying that uh, that Uh, in this case, actually, that it was the company's right had sure had. Uh, hold on. I lost my place on this fucking story, man. They denied the positive drug test was the reason for for withdrawing the offer. Rather than so they never admitted that that was the reason why they didn't offer her the job. They're saying that it was something else, like a change, the needs of the department or the... That sounds fucking fishy to me, though. Yeah, it does. They should at least tell her the reason. I mean, you, you drop dirty for weed. What's... I don't get it, man, because the doctor can prescribe you narcotics all day long. You can drop dirty for that shit at work, and it's okay. They can't fire you for it. Yeah. So what's the difference? Yeah. I, the difference is is the perception that if you smoke weed... You don't know what the fuck you're doing or something. Or you're some kind of threat and you're some kind of uh, liability. Well, I mean, I I would think if I was on some narcotics, I'd be more of a liability. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm sure this lady's not going to work high as fuck. I mean. You never know. You never know. She might, but she might function better, though. Right. If she's a patient, it might be like, hey. I'm a bitch. I'm in pain. Let me go take a break. <laughs> 50 feet from the windows or doors. Follow the law. Or maybe an edible. There's lots of ways. There's so many ways. It's like nature's perfect medicine. So anyway. Um, Anyways, until till this gets legalized, federal and all states, there's going to be more stories like this. There is. She's like a grant. She's like a... Uh, you know, she's plowing new ground here because there's not, it's just getting to the forefront now about how the medical laws in the States are really affecting employment. Cause I don't know if this is true. So I probably shouldn't say it, but it may be is that since Colorado went legal, their construction business and their mandatory drug testing jobs, you know, like working on the road crew and stuff like that, that they, you know, it's harder to find people for those jobs. Probably is. Because they're doing the same thing. They're they're discriminating against a person for using a legal drug in their own state. Which kind of sounds stupid as hell when you when you say it out loud. It's legal in my state to, you know, whatever else you can do in, in, from state to state. You know, it's legal in this state. Some, some counties have you can drink, you can't drink. 
that don't mean you can't go to the other county and get some liquor and bring it back. You know, they need to start thinking about this stuff with more sense. It just doesn't make sense to me, especially with alcohol, man. Alcohol is so dangerous. But anyways, fuck that shit. We're going on to uh, Calvin Johnson, the former Detroit Lion Megatron. He's uh, got his... He's got his medical license now for Michigan. He's going to open up a uh, chain of dispensaries, him and his wife, Brittany. They got it going on, man. They got denied. He got denied because of some speeding tickets he had uh, a few months back, and then looks like he went and retooled his camp, got it through there. And, uh, I mean, good for him, man. Would you ever think that when he was playing for the Lions? Would you ever think he one day this dude's – Investing in pot. I wouldn't think that. Do you think it's a, uh, you know, because he's like Megatron, the big role model. Do you think it's something, do you think he's concerned about that, like his image with it? I I don't think so, man. I mean, there's so many states that now are pro-weed that I don't think it, I mean, it's not like it was 10 years ago when, you know, you did drugs and all of a sudden, you know, you're stigmatized or, but primitive that's his brand name so i give a plug out there for calvin johnson and his medical marijuana dispensaries i mean he's an entrepreneur man he retired early he had the means to do that um you know more power to him that's where that's where it's at so anyway speaking of medical marijuana we want our episode here is brought to you by uh Pottles. And it's uh yeah. What do you got in my oh shit. Hear that shit? Yeah, that's popping. No, that's the tops are popping. We uh we are a very proud supporter of Pottles. And what they are is they're containers that you can put your medical marijuana into up to seven grams. They're made in the US made in the USA. Um, they're convenient, they're airtight, they're clean, they're sanitary. You can have your own logo or business put on them. You, they custom make them for you. I mean, these things, these things are the whoop. I got some, we tested them. I got some perfect day, put it in the seven grammar today and Dave couldn't smell it. You'll see that picture on uh, Twitter of it. I mean, I personally don't smoke weed, but I can smell that shit. You can't smell it in this bottle, man, at all. No, they're airtight, man. They're airtight, really, they're really nice. Watertight. I'm gonna start using them. Oh, I we got, got we got some drill cones. 100 percent organic hemp. There you go. So if you're if you got your if you're in one of the 33 medical states or recreational states, and you're tired of using baggies, man, baggies are trashy. They they ruin the environment unless you're recycling them. Uh, they're they they're not airtight. That's for sure. Your drove's gonna get dried out quick. So go to my Pottles and listeners of this podcast will receive ten percent off their order by putting stash stash yep. stash into the code into the uh, promotional code. So check them out, man. If you use code stash, ten percent off to the listeners of this podcast. And uh, it's just a smart move because if you, you know, you want your, you want your medicine clean, you want it 
to stay moist. You want it to uh, not stink up your house. Moist. You got to say that. That's the biggest thing, man. Is I mean, that shit smells so potent now. I mean, you can put this shit in these in these paddles, man. You don't even smell it. Yeah, they're e- they're easy to open. And I I thought I thought that I would be able to smell it. No, I man. Can't. Nope. Nope. And that's good. That's good right there. That's some good stuff. You should smell it. So, anyways, shout out to Pottles. Go to mypottles.com. Put in the code word. Stash. Get the discount. 10%. And then, boom, you're on it. Let's go on to our next story. Next story. Next story is about the sheriff's deputy in L.A., Oh, uh, more dirty cops. More no, dirty cops. Can't be. Yes. Yes, it's true. There's corruption in this drug war. It spreads through all facets of law enforcement and public sector. I'm telling you, from politicians, firefighters, cops, judges. It's funny, man. They talk so much shit about it being so bad. Then they go do the same shit. Because it's money, man. It's money. Money's the root of all evil. So get rid of the evil. I think we said that before. I, I think, think you we should did. send us your money, <laughs> get rid of your evil, uh, and let us have to deal with that evil. Yeah. We'll take care of it. Yeah. That. We'll find something to do. I'll with buy a whole it. bunch of bottles. There you go. I'll buy some bottles. So, anyway, uh, yeah, three men are accused of conspiring with the L.A. County Sheriff's deputy to perform a fake raid at a marijuana warehouse, stealing 1,200 pounds of drugs. And $645,000 in cash and money orders. Damn. Damn it. The feds arrested him on Thursday. Um, The most recent arrest came just weeks after the sheriff's deputy, Mark Antrim, agreed to plead guilty to federal charges in connection with the armed robbery last October, which was nearly stopped by the L.A. Police Department officers who ultimately left the scene. Authorities said... Um, Antrim and his co-conspirators were allegedly posing as officers performing a legitimate drug bust. That is, fuck, you got balls, man. And you're fucking, goddamn, you're a greedy fucker, man. I wonder if these, I wonder if these guys had like drug problems of their own or fucking gambling. You always think like the cop that's all reckless and he gambles at night and he's a crook. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or they just fucking went went for broke, man. They're like, fuck it. We're going to retire soon. Because look at dude. These guys, 42, 31, and 41, they're taken into custody. Makes you think how many... Uh, this, pro- this probably wasn't their first time they did it. Well, this was just the three guys that helped. The main guy, they were getting paid 30000 5000 and 10000 if I was the guy getting paid ten, I'd be pissed. If I was the guy getting paid five, I'd be even fucking more pissed. I would be way more pissed. I agree. What do you think as far as these cops are doing a fake raid, so they're taking these people's shit, they're going they're going into their abusing their power. And shutting people down and taking everything from them. That's why they need a law in California like they have in Michigan where they can't seize your shit unless you're found guilty first. 
I agree. That would solve that shit right now. California. Take a lesson from the mitten. We got I bet you in California, rage cause cancer. Fuck, dude. Everything causes cancer there. Hashtag that yeah, shit. Hell yeah. Uh, so, anyway. On to the next. We're going to talk about something that we've brought up in the past. And it's Houston. The Harris County DA's office is reviewing 1,400 cases now that that botched drug raid is identified for what it is. Finally. Finally. You know, plus they arrested that officer too that lied about having the uh, undercover. And this was, if you guys aren't familiar, this is not our first time covering the story in Houston. Uh, Back on January 28th, Dennis Tuttle, 59, and his wife, Regina Nichols, died. Five officers were injured. And they just found 18 grams of marijuana, a gram of cocaine, and some firearms. Which, I say they planted the fucking cocaine, dude. I'll probably, I agree on that. I think they planted that, dude. Because it took them three days to identify it. And they should have identified especially if it's only a gram. Well, they, the they carry, probably scraped it up. They carry field test. They, they should have. Right there. They should have. This was a fuck up on a major scale. You can't give these people's lives back. This ain't fucking the Philippines, Houston. You know, this ain't where you just go in and shoot people that are peacefully using drugs in their own home. This ain't how it happens. Now they're going to go and review all the no-not cases, 1,400 of them. And they also are going to change their fucking policy on no-knock raids, which is a bad idea. That is a horrible idea. This isn't. A fucking communist country. The government just can't come charging in your house without having a reason and telling you why. That's just human decency. You know? It's a bunch of bullshit. Not only should these cops be held accountable, but the administration here should be held accountable. Why would you allow this to happen? And guess what? It ain't fucking stopping nobody from using drugs. Either way, either way, this was senseless. And I'm glad there's justice being done for these two. Um, This ain't, you know, it's sad, man. The guy's a Navy veteran and they were just chilling. That's how we treat our vets. That's fucking bullshit, man. It is. That is fucking bullshit. You guys all know that. So you guys, you know. Stay close to this story because this story is big. This story is bigger than their. I mean, every na- every major news network and newspaper and, and blog is covering this story now because of the, the implications and how deep it's been. But this kind of stuff happens all the time. Believe me, I read it. I see it all the fucking time. Not specifically this way, but injustices are part of this of this thing that we're doing. We're spending a lot of money to get nowhere. And the quicker we can agree, the quicker we can fix the real problem, which is addiction. It's addiction. That's the problem. Trying to stop things that are addictive 
If you're going to, if you're going to do that, then stop fucking alcohol, stop cigarettes, stop gambling, stop porn sites, no more sex. Yeah. No more sex. You want to stop people's addictive behavior. You, You don't stop what they're, they'll just find something else to be addicted to. What you have to do is educate people. I don't know the answers. I don't have the answer. Like somebody said, Hey, and the drug war, what are you going to do? Just flood the streets with drugs? Maybe. I don't fucking know. But they should be tested. I mean, if you think about it, just because a drug's legal, let's say they, they legalize meth. Are you going to go use meth because it's legal? No. Because you know, right? You no. know what it does to you. No. You're not just going to... I don't need to stay up all night. I don't need to act crazy. I'm not saying that that crazy, but if you look at the reasons... You know all these Asian countries that are addicted to meth? The reason they use them is because they're dirt fucking poor. They have to work all night long and work all fucking day. They share a fucking one bedroom apartment, like 18 fucking people. And, you know, they're just trying to get by. Their conditions are horrible. If you look at where meth is taken over in the United States, it's in rural America. It's in trailer parks. I'm not saying anything bad against trailer parks. <laughs> <laughs> now I need somebody blowing me up. Okay. I'm just saying it's it's in the it's in the poverty poverty stricken communities. That's where you that's where you find most of this problem is where people don't have opportunity. Reinvest the money into opportunity for people. Okay? How about that? How about we try it? Sorry, I get so fucking ramped up. I just hate it when people are dying over this shit, man. They don't need to die because they're they use drugs. It's fucked up. But anyway. Okay, so is Sackler the company that makes oxycodones or oxycontins? I don't know who had the original patent. I don't know. Okay. So in 97, the year after Purdue Pharma launched oxycontin, its head of sales and marketing sought a key decision from Dr. Richard Sackler, a member of the billionaire family that founded and controls the company. So it looks like Purdue Pharma was the original. Was the original, but this guy was the doctor that had a major stake in it. Controls the company. Right. So he didn't want to correct a false impression among doctors that Oxycontin was weaker than morphine because the myth was boosting prescriptions and sales. So... What they did was they lied about the strength of Oxycontin to the doctors. And he pleaded guilty in federal court, understanding the risk of addiction to Oxycontin included failing to alert doctors that it was stronger painkiller than morphine. And he paid $600 million in fines, man. How did we not know this happened? Well, I mean, they made they made four point seven billion so that year. Jeez, man. So, drugs are illegal. Narcotics are illegal, unless you have the money to legally make them. It just comes down to the fucking money. And he paid that six hundred million like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. So, this is the fucking irony of this dude. This guy a legal drug manufacturer that makes an addictive drug that's more addictive than fucking morphine, that's stronger than fucking morphine, 
he comes to the table and tells the doctors that it's not or doesn't dispute that it's not. You get millions and millions of people hooked on this shit. And you get a fucking fine. You know, is that all he got was a fine? Looks Did like he get any drug time? Did he get any any time? Looks like just fines and penalties. That sounds about right, though. So he didn't get blamed for the 200,000 overdose deaths? But yeah, you get five years for a dime bag. You get busted <laughs> with some ice on the street and you're going to jail. You got to serve time. Or oxycodone, what is it, uh, 10 years a pill or something? Or if you don't have a prescription for oxycodone and you get caught with 10 of them, how much time will you face? A lot? Yeah, I guess it depends on what they're going to charge you with. Jeez, man. But I know each pill is a felony here. Each pill is a felony. If they want to charge you like that. I mean, they usually don't. They usually charge you for the bundle, but still too much. This is bullshit. And then your oxycotton, which am I saying it right? Or I hear some people say oxycodone. I hear some people say oxycotton. Oxycotton was the original name. Then when uh, I think when their patent ran out, it started. Someone made it oxycodone. Oh, it's like the generic. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just gonna say oxycotton then. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really see how you can. Find some you find one class of people and another class of people you throw in prison. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's fucking backwards, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. I just I'll never understand that. But hey, that's the way it is. The almighty dollar. That's what that's what that's what rules, right? That's what it's all about. Yeah. Greed, well, greed, greed, greed. That's all right, man. We're going to, one day we'll, our day will be coming one day. You know what I mean? Well, they're going to realize after millions and billions and trillions of dollars and they didn't stop anything that there's got to be a different way. So by that time we'll be using meth. I hope. Yeah, I hope. I mean, our shows will be better. Dude, we can make, like, instead of two shows a week, we can make, like, ten shows. A night. Yeah, we're talking, hey, hey, this is Tim, hey, this is Tim, this is Tim and Dave. Did the podcast. Dude, we can put the first ten pages of Google on there. Yeah, dude. We'll fucking put that shit in our meta tabs and shit, meth. (laughs) Metha tabs. Metha tabs, (laughs) hell yeah. Fresh ice provided by the DAP. That's, like, free publicity. Probably buy that shit on Twitter, man. Dude, Twitter's fucking crazy. You got posing bodybuilder <laughs> chicks that got. Holy crap. That's oh, nuts. Man. That's crazy. 